Hey team, so how often do we get through our day to where we are stressed, we reach for the bottle, we reach for food, we reach for just so many different things instead of just handling the root cause of our stresses. And this is what we're gonna talk about today with a special guest. This is Evolve Strong with CJ. This is CJ and I actually have an amazing guest today. His name is Vivek Gulati and he is an engineer by trade, but his passion is helping individuals learn breath work and meditation to help handle the stresses of our life. And he himself is living proof. He's a member here at Evolve. He is, uh, he's an awesome dude. So I'm bringing him in today to talk about his story. Welcome, Vivek. Nice having you here. Thank you so much, CJ. It's such a wonderful uh, and warm welcome. Thank you. Awesome. So, Vivek, um, as I introduced, you know, this, sec this section, and I think it's very prominent, I think you and I share very similar beliefs in regards to, I believe that weight gain, you know, addiction, I believe that a lot um, stems from the habits that we develop in handling the stresses of our lives. And some of us go the easy route, such as drinking, food, all sex, you know, smoking, all different kinds of unhealthy ways for quick fixes. And um, you have a very interesting story. So first off, um, tell us a little bit about where you're from, how you got into this, all that kind of stuff. Can we start there, sir? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in India, um, you know, until my um, undergraduate, I was in India. And then for graduate school, I moved to Texas, you know, middle of nowhere, Texas, College Station. I'm an Aggie. And while I was pursuing my PhD, I went through a period of depression where I didn't know what, what, where my life was going. The PhD was not going anywhere. I didn't really have a support system. And um, I went to a doctor and said, you know, I'm not feeling well. Like I'm mentally, I'm not feeling well. And so she prescribed me Velbutrin. It's like an antidepressant, which kind of masked the problem, but it didn't really give a solution. And then I, I remembered that when I was in India, I had taken a class called The Art of Living. And, and then I remembered like, oh, those techniques, I should try them again. It's, and then I started practicing them regularly. And I found that I could handle these emotions. You know, the things that you talked about, like, oh, we tend to go towards drinking or sex or, you know, any addiction. If we peel away the layers, what is going on underneath is there are some emotions, some negative emotions that are coming up and we don't know how to handle them. And the reason we don't know how to handle them is because we have not been taught that. Right? It's not in school education, neither at home, nor at a church or a temple are we taught what to do to handle our own mind. Right? Sure. To give you an example, so like when I was growing up, you know, my dad would say, don't get angry. Right? But the way he would say it is like he himself would be angry and then he's telling me, <laughs> don't get angry. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it's like... Try growing up with a, a very Catholic Hispanic mother. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so st let's step back just a little bit. And I want to I, I want to paraphrase what you just said. And this is really interesting. Um, not even in the medical profession where you tried to seek help. You know, we tried to just prescribe a drug, right? And what happens is when I see like a lot of this stuff, when I see individuals, 
it, it, you know, they're putting paint over a moldy surface, right? You're not taking care of the mold underneath and it'll eventually fall down. You need to take care of the root cause, right? And so when, when we step back with this breath work and this meditation, take me back there again. Tell me about like, how did you, when you redid this, like what, what were the steps you actually took in order to regain that control again back back then? T talk to me about that. So uh, like, in, like I said that I had taken this class in India called the Art of Living. And in this class, they taught a set of breathing techniques that you could do as a, as a daily practice. Right? So the, the example I give is, you know, uh, we brush our teeth every day, right? Some of us even floss every day, right? Some of us even brush twice a day, right? And we do that so that we have a good dental hygiene, right? Um, so that we don't, like, we don't get into all the dental problems that you would get into if you did not take care of it, right? These techniques are like mental hygiene. Every single day, our mind is exposed to so many different things. You know, things go our way, things don't go our way, people treat it somehow, some way, like all of these things, like we're talking about the stresses, the daily stresses of life, right? But we don't do it, like we, you know, or the other example is we take shower every day, we clean our body, but what do we do to clean our mind, right? And so these techniques, they, they are like the, the, the the mental hygiene, the cleaning of the mind, you could say, or the cleaning of the emotions. The other thing I want to say about this is also, like if you look at, a, you know, this is a, a, it's a very interesting observation. Corresponding to every emotion, there is a rhythm in the breath. Like for example, if you see somebody who's angry, or if you notice yourself when you're angry, how does your breath go? It's, it's fast shallow. Yeah, it's shallow. and shallow, yes, right? yes. It's fast and shallow. If you uh, observe people who are sick, you know, huh, like there's a pronounced exhale, right? If somebody, like if you, if you watch a horror movie, how do they, they show somebody being afraid? <gasps> right? I mean, there's like a pronounced inhale and there's no exhale. Right? So corresponding to every rhythm, every emotion in the mind, there is a rhythm in the breath. And what these techniques do is to turn it around. We use the rhythms of the breath to allow the mind to settle down. And the other interesting part, so this is getting a little esoteric, but the other interesting part of it is, you know, once the mind settles down, we realize that we are the source of joy. We don't have to look for happiness somewhere else. I love that. Like, I love that. I, if you I, look I, at it, yeah, go ahead. Let's step back again and paraphrase. I mm -hmm. love the analogy that you used. You know, we brush our teeth, we clean ourselves, we, we, and a lot of us that are listening to this, we actually do get the work out in and we take care of our bodies, we do the reps. But what are we doing for clarity of mind, other than, you know, hormonal balance with, you know, burning it off? What are we doing to cleanse the mind? I love that analogy of how you're saying this. And now we're going into the point where how I love the fact that you say now we're using instead of the breath controlling us, we take control of the breath to help us take control. Right? I mean, it's kind of like that's an interesting way of, of looking at this. I love this. And, and what did you say at the end here that um, we are our own joy? I love that. Say that. Say that so, phrase again. So if you, if you notice any newborn baby, right? or a young child, right? they're full of life, full of enthusiasm. 
Right? I mean, like if you look at, like nobody can stop looking at a newborn's eyes because the love is so oozing out of it. Right? We've had this experience. I love that. So what it is telling us is that at our core, that is who we are. Right? We are love, we are enthusiasm, we are intuition, like I mean, all of these belongingness, all these qualities are innate in us. And it's just the stresses of day-to-day -day life of growing up and taking being responsible and all of that that has somehow put a veil on, on these qualities that we have. And so that is why when you, you know, instead of being happy and loving and joyful and enthusiastic, we think of life as a burden sometimes. And what these techniques are doing for us is they, they sort of wipe the slate clean. They, you know, you, like, the, like the way I say it is, the window has a little dust on it, and this is like cleaning the window so that the, the light that is within shines through. Sure, absolutely. Now, I do know um, I'm studying a little bit, seeing there is a science behind breath. There is yes. truly a science yes. behind breath. And um, can you kind of explain a little bit behind that? Like, what does it actually do physiologically um, mm -hmm. to the body when, when you when you use breath and then also to kind of when you slow the mind down considered meditation can you get a little yeah. bit into that a little bit so uh, there is a, a book that uh, it's called breath the science of a lost art okay so the story of this the, the person who wrote it james nestor is that he came across the same class that i did in india and he had a very profound experience and so then he went out researching, you know, all different kinds of breathing techniques. So that's one resource. But to, to your point about physiologically what is happening, see, there are three different lobes of our lungs. There's the large upper lobe, and there's a small, uh, there's a medium-sized medium lobe, and a small upper lobe. Most adults use only about 30% of their lung capacity. Okay. And we are doing okay, right? We, even though we are using only 30%, right? And what these techniques do is they expand your lung capacity. Right? So, you, so more of your own resources are available to you. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, like if you think about the breath, right? So one thing we we mentioned before is breath and emotions are tied together. Okay. The other thing also is if you think about, you know about 90% of the toxins of the body get released through the breath. Yeah? That's another fact. The third thing also is like, if you look at you know, how we get energy, right? like to, to function, we need energy, right? So the, what are the main sources of energy? We get energy through food, right? We go, get energy through sleep and rest, right? The third main source of energy is through our breath. Aerobic, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So we can go without food for a few days, right? People fast for long times. We can also go without sleep for a few days. But how long can you go without breath? Less than a few minutes. Few minutes. Absolutely. Few minutes, right? Yeah. So it's a very powerful source that we have not learned how to tap into. Okay. I love that. So that's I love that. Yeah. Exhaling toxins, inhaling energy and using the full resource of our capacity. I love that. Yes. And then with that said, it, uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Now, what about meditation, the slowing of the mind? I've always, um, when I when I equate a meditative state, I've, I've um, 
and we practice this a little bit in deep stretch when I do this, but I, I consider it kind of like our, our mind as being a highway and it's full of cars. And when it's congested, you can't get anywhere fast and you get angry behind the wheel. But what happens when you meditate, you take all the traffic away and you have kind of a one-way street to get to your destination, which means clarity of mind. Is this a good analogy? Is that a good way of, of describing a meditative it's a, state? It's a great analogy. It's a great yeah. analogy. And if you're open to it, like I, I want to share a story from the time of Buddha. Sure, please. I yeah. love that. So Buddha and his disciples, they were out in the jungles, you know, walking. Okay. And one of the disciples said, I'm thirsty. Okay. And they found a little lake, a little pond. But the problem was that the pond was dirty. Right? So the, the water was muddy. Okay? So they walk a little bit more. And then a little later, Buddha asked the guy to go get water from the same pond. Right? And this guy's like, is this guy crazy? Like, you know, we just saw the water was muddy. Right? But then he said, you know, he's my master. He's like, he's my teacher. I'll, I'll go do it. So he goes to the lake and the water is clear. Because the dust has settled down, right? uh, okay. the, the mud has settled down, right? This is what happens with our mind, right? We, what we tend to do is, if there is something bothering us, we try to stir the pot even more by thinking more about it or by, you know, analyzing and, you know, making the mind even more busy. But if we just relax and we let the mind rest, then clarity comes. Then clarity comes. So that's the, that's the sort of, that's where meditation comes in. You know, because meditation has become so popular these days, a lot of people confuse meditation with, uh, you know, actively thinking or visualizing or, you know, uh, contemplation. All those are great, but really at the core of it, meditation is just allowing the mind to settle down so that it goes back to its own source. Yeah. Sure. And we, you know, um, I, I find a lot of clarity of mind after I'm able to work out and burn off the energy. And then I actually find it easier to get into one of those slower states. So I actually have to have one step in advance because I have that ADHD thing going on. You know what I mean? So it helps me get to that point. But yeah. So next steps, Vivek. So we, we've talked about breath work. We've talked about meditation. Um, you know, we're handling the body here. We're handling all that. So, you know, clarity of mind, cleansing of the mind. I love this kind of stuff. So next step, if you had one action item um, for, and, and uh, uh, we're, let me step back here. Um, Vivek, I, I, I think that this is our first introduction to our group yes. and to the listeners here. And I'm yes. thinking that I would like to get feedback from our listeners that, hey, this yes. is interesting stuff. And maybe, you know, yes. down the road, we provide a members only event or an event where, you know, Evolve brings you in and helps guide this stuff um, and maybe have it like a group deal. Uh, but right now, if you're listening to the average user out there, right, uh, or uh, our listeners out here, um, Evolve Strong with CJ listeners, and you had one word of advice that you would like to give them as an action item today. What would that be from, from your belief point? So what I would do is take this on as a practice, as a trial practice for a few days, okay? So at the end of the day, when you're lying down, we're about to go to sleep, okay? Normally, if we review our day, we look at, we tend to focus on things that didn't work out. Oh, I had to do this, but I didn't get this done. Oh, 
I had this bad interaction with this person and I need to fix it, right? Usually those are the things that come up. But what you do is just make a conscious shift and remember all the way the day went great, all the things that worked out in your favor, all the ways that nature supported you, right? And go to sleep with those thoughts, okay? Right? When we like sleep is a very powerful thing because you know whatever we think about the last thought that we have before we go to sleep is also the first thought that we wake up with, right? Because it goes deep into the subconscious. So instead of going to sleep in with the sort of quote unquote negative things that didn't work out, just change it around and make it a conscious habit to reflect on all the good things that happened to you that day, all the way things worked out for you. Focus that attention and see what happens. I love that. I love, love that. That is, that's amazing. So just make a conscious effort. Instead of thinking of the bad, you got to think of the good, right? Try to try to list the good things. That's a great, that's a great way to end the day. I mean, I never even thought of, because I mean, I, I've woken up days where I get so stressed. I go to bed stressed and I wake up with that same stress in my head. Man, I make it a mountain out of a molehill. So you're right. You're very right. Hey, Vivek. It has been an absolute pleasure and an honor. I love having you as part of our community. I look forward to sharing more and more of your knowledge as we move forward. Good deal? Good deal. I'm awesome, man. To you. Thank you for the opportunity. Yes. Absolutely. Hey, team. So from my heart to yours, remember, start strong, stay strong. Always be evolving up most strong. Thank you, Vivek, for coming on. I'll have you again in the future as we move forward with this. And to all the rest of you, have an amazing day. Thank you, guys.